0: Hi, my name is Teal, and I'm your host for the SweatNet The Amazing Podcast, where we share stories of amazing women who live in our communities. My hope is that you will feel encouraged and inspired after listening to each episode. everyone, welcome to the Be Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, Seal, and I'm so excited that you've joined me today for another episode. But before we start that episode, I want to share with you about a challenge that my bestie, Leah, who you also know as Girl Chat and CP Method, is doing with me. We are calling it the Better Body Challenge, and it ends with a photo shoot with Paul Busetta, the chief photographer for Strong Fitness Magazine. So this is your opportunity to jump in with us for this 12-weeks of training, nutrition, getting ready for the photo shoot. It includes the photo shoot, makeup and hair, like the whole thing. So if you are ready to take on a new challenge, make sure you reach out to us at cpmethodfit@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'll send you all the details on it. Spots are limited. We want you to join us for this incredible experience. I promise you, you're going to walk away feeling better about yourself, having a plan in place, something that you can continue to do, and you're going to be part of this wonderful group of women, not to mention all the photos you're going to have after. So this program will start in August, but we are ramping up right now. We are filling up these spots. We want you to join us. Again, go to cpmethodfit at gmail.com for more information. We'll send you all the deets, so let's do it. It is another episode of the Be Amazing Podcast, and today my guest is Lindsay. I'm so glad you're here. Yay,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, this is so much fun because it's kind of like a mini reunion that we're getting ready to have on Thursday, March 23rd, but we're actually getting to talk beforehand, and I'm like stoked to talk to you because there's so much to talk about.
1: I'm so excited. It's been it's been a really long time, so we need to catch up. I know, there's a lot to catch up <laughs> on.
0: Before yeah. we do that, why don't you share with everyone a little bit more about who you are?
1: Okay, so um, my name is Lindsay Bloom, as she said, um, formerly known as LG when I was a lady cat, I danced for the um, NBA with the Charlotte Bobcats, um, which now is the Hornets. A lot of people still don't know that, you know, they, the newcomers don't understand the Bobcats, so I have to go through all that, um, but that seems like another lifetime ago, Um So now I'm married. Um, I have two kids, uh, almost three-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. And And I don't know. Let me think. I mean, life. I have two dogs. Live in a neighborhood now. I don't live uptown in a high-rise like my (laughs) 20s. (laughs) Things are quite a bit different. So um, a little bit about me. I still, um, I influence. I do some influencer stuff on social media. Um, I still have a following from the nba and i was on the radio at one time so um i'm thankful for that but i still i don't do as much as i used to do with that but i still do a little i still dabble if you will
0: <laughs> well girl you're busy i mean yeah two little ones that's enough to keep anybody like like fully engaged like it it's, must be a non-stop like fun moments all day long
1: <laughs> it's non-stop i don't know about fun but it is non-stop um you know, they, they just started like a little half day program school for three days a week. And it's pretty much the best thing ever. Um, I'm like, can they go five days? Like, how do I get them in five days? I love them to death, but they're, they're wide open from 6am on. And it's just, you know, it's a lot. I'm almost 40. So like, it's, you know, it's a lot of endurance I have to have to have. So anyway, it's, it's been fun though. It's been life-changing for sure.
0: Absolutely. Uh, being a mom and and also being a career woman and, and someone like yourself that's had so many different experiences early on, and now you have this new chapter, and then there'll be another new chapter after that. You know, and then exactly. you find your and then you find things in between, especially as they get a little older. Because I know right now it is a little crazy.
1: Exactly. And you think when you're in it, you know, I, I think this was about every career I've had or whatever. It seems like, you know, you're in it forever, and it, well, especially the kids, um, you know, but it is, like you said, it's a season. And so I'm trying to enjoy it now because, you know, they grow, they really do grow quick, even though the days are so long, you know, it's it's in the blink of an eye. So I know there'll be a next chapter for me. It's not quite right now, um, but it will be. And then I'll be sad that they're not little and I'll forget all the craziness and, you know, how miserable I was sometimes. So <laughs> it's funny how that happens.
0: It's true. I mean, I, I told you even before we started the podcast this morning, like, you know, my son's 23. And so yeah. like, I go back and look at baby pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't even wrap my head around him being that small and we're close. But now I'm in a different season with him. And it's, I, there are times I miss that and I miss that younger age. Uh, yeah cause now he's so independent, you know, we talk maybe, yeah. you know, once or twice a week, maybe, um, or yeah. every two weeks. So it's, it's definitely a different season for me too. So I totally uh, understand like where you are I still remember the days I used to have, he would, he was wide open all the time and would run really fast. And I would like have to get in front of him cause he would look at his feet. So I'd be afraid he yeah. would hit something like run into the wall. And so now it's like, man, I remember chasing him around all the time. And like, it was so busy and trying to keep up, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are moments I reflect back and like, oh, just for, just for a moment, you know, I know. Just for a
1: moment. <laughs> Well, and you forget the hard times, like, and everyone says that and I'm like, shut up. No, you don't, but you do. I mean, you know, it's here today, gone tomorrow. So you always think of the good times and you're like, Oh, that was so cute. But really, I mean, it was, it's hard, you know, yeah. it's hard okay. work.
0: <laughs> it is being a mom is hard work. And then maintaining just that, um, who you are as a woman, as a person, you yes, you're a wife, yes, you're a mom, but oh my gosh, you're so much more. And yeah. I, that's why I really wanted to kind of reflect with you today on a couple of things and then see what's happening, like what you foresee in the future for yourself. But we have to talk about Pro Cheer Days because that's where I met you, was late? Yes,
1: time. I reminisce on that all the time. I mean, th- well, that's another like blink of an eye, like here today, gone tomorrow. Crazy you know 6 years it just it flies so yeah it does
0: well what was your do you have a favorite memory from being a part of that
1: um so i have so many but so just looking back on the whole you know 6 year process there um i think other than the travel which i don't know if they even i don't know if they still do this but we got to go a handful of us got to go to italy taiwan Trips like that were just amazing where we would go to like tournaments overseas or whatever. But other than that, like in-house is what I'm thinking of. Um, When we went to, um, when we were in the championship, I mean, it was what, 2010. And I just remember looking up, we were in the playoffs. I remember looking up and thinking, nothing is better than this. Like every fan, it was packed. Everybody was wearing white. It was like a whiteout thing they did. um, So everyone was dressed. And I just remember thinking this, this is it. Like I've made it. Nothing feels better than this. This is my life. I can die happy. Like that. That's just like the best moment.
0: I love that. That's so much fun. I, you know, just from the experience we had from being, uh, Leah and I being trainers and being there and being part of Lady Cats and now which again, going back, Lady Cats is the honeybees, like, yeah, it's all part of the same. Uh, it just it's such an incredible experience with just the women that I've been able to meet, but the camaraderie you all had, the alumni that are there, the experience of being in the arena. Um, and just seeing you guys shine, like take center court and freaking rock it. Like it, to me, it was like always so much fun. And always. I know y'all have like amazing memories. I mean, the travel, yeah. like you said, like the places you've got to go, the people you've got to meet, like
1: incredible. That? Yeah. I mean, just so something I would never get to do like in my twenties on my own. Like, you know, it was just amazing.
0: Do you have any advice like for someone that might be looking to maybe pursue pro cheer or audition for a team?
1: Um, I think the biggest piece of advice is just stay true to yourself. I think a part of our um, motto or philosophy or whatever when we were dancing was like, stay humble. That, I don't know if you remember that, but just like we always said it. And I think that's the the main takeaway that I got from all those years is, no matter what happens, you can be on, you know, we were on Sports Illustrated, we were number one dance team in the world, you know, whatever, we just staying humble and know it be true to yourself, you know, knowing that this is, I mean, it's great, but it is in the blink of an eye, and it can be taken away quickly, and I think, you know, I was so grateful for every moment, and you know, I really didn't take it for granted. I always had to stop and be like, okay, this is a once in a lifetime thing. Like I need to live it up, cherish every moment. So I think that's kind of the the biggest takeaway, but you can't let it, you know, get above you. You've got to keep it level and humble and I think, you know, that was the best thing that I learned um just for myself because you can it can especially in today's time with social media and everything, you can let it just get way over your head and um you know, get the big head as they call it, you know, (laughs) so. I will
0: say you all are very much that way, uh, you know, all of you, and especially just knowing you and seeing how um, your life has changed the opportunities and the doors that open for you and staying humble was, was a big part of that. And I think that's why doors open are when you are gracious and you are kind and you are real and you're authentic to who you are. So uh, which leads us into next part of our conversation is you became a radio personality.
1: Yeah, so it's like yeah. a next,
0: it's like a next thing. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that and like what that experience was like for you.
1: Yeah, that um, that was another awesome time for me in my life. I guess it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, for a certain extent, I was on their show, Days the and TJ show, morning show, promoting a game. That we were, it was a playoff game, I think. I mean, that was right around the time. I can't even remember what game I was, pr- I was promoting something on their show. And it just so happened that their, their girl was in talks to leave and we just like hit it off. I mean, it just clicked and i they were like, have you thought about radio? And I was like, no, that's weird. Like, I don't even know where I would, <laughs> what I would, I didn't know anything about it. The only thing, my dad was in radio in the 80s before I was born. I would hear stories about he was on some rock show, whatever, um 70s, 80s, you know. Which actually now is funny is Power 98. Um, but back in the day it was like a rock station. So he oh, was a host on the show. Yeah. Totally random. He never had like, he never went to college. He never like studied radio anything I don't know how that really happened I think back then you could just kind of walk into a radio station be like hey can I get a job um but anyway he loved it he's always telling me stories about it but I do remember him being like it's early and blah 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 so I just didn't think it was for me I love to sleep I didn't think waking up at 4 a.m. was like my thing come to find out now 4 a.m. is actually kind of late when you have a baby that's funny now looking back but yeah I was just on their show it clicked and they had asked me to fill in while their girl was she had another job too so she would go do her job and I would come fill in here and there I filled in about maybe eight times and then she ended up leaving and they called me and they were like we want you to think about coming on the show and I'm like okay and it just it clicked it was good because we're, you know, I grew up listening to them like in high school. I'm from here. So it worked. It worked for the time, you know, that I was doing it. So Did you enjoy it? Because it is much different
0: when you're on, the, or I'm sure, being on the radio versus being on center court. Because center court, yes. you see everything. So all Absolutely. of a sudden you're behind the scenes and then all they do is hear your voice. Were there things that were different about that or more challenging with each thing?
1: Yeah, I think you know, a lot of people try to relate it together, like, oh, well, you, you know, you can do, but you're kind of, it's kind of like, I don't know, like you're in the public eye both ways, but it is so different, and I would try to tell people that you can't really understand until, I mean, you know, doing a podcast that you aren't necessarily, well, and back then, we didn't have Zoom or any of that, not that it was that long ago, but we didn't, you know, so we weren't, you know, I was behind the mic. So, you know, a lot of things vocally, there's a lot of things I would have to say. Whereas, you know, in that job, dancing for the NBA, you don't, it's not like a political thing. It's not a, you don't have opinions about things. You know, you're, you're not wanted to express the way you feel about hot topics. Cause that's not your job. I mean, your job is, you know, to dance and you're a performer and you know, so you don't get on Twitter and go off rants and about things or whatever, but which is great because you don't want to even get into that world doing that. And I'm sure, you know, the NBA didn't want us doing that anyways, but on the radio, you have opinions, you have to, you know, say certain things and how you feel about certain things. And I think that is what made it so different. Um, Whereas, someone would just see you dance like oh okay they don't have an opinion about me either way she can dance cool she I don't think she can dance cool like it's not a big deal but you know on the radio you have a lot of haters you have a lot of people that love you it's a lot of mixed emotions going on and you know people that don't believe what you're saying or want to believe what you're saying you know it's just it's just a different life and I think more so for scrutiny than anything and you know, you just kind of have to have a thick skin with it all. So I think that was the main difference, but still performing in a way, I mean, in a more, you know, probably deep way, cause it's, you know, your feelings and everything, but you know, they're, they're similar and they're very different. So
0: did you have like, and I asked this just because being on the radio and you put yourself in a vulnerable position, cause that's a lot different, like you said, than being on the NBA and they do like everything that you do there like you you don't really talk unless you're asked to talk about certain things and you're given limitations and all you know that kind of thing and then right. you're thrown into the radio scene and then like you said you're sharing opinions and or you're sharing like they're hearing your voice and yeah. what you think and feel was that like was was there a moment that that all of a sudden you it's like you thought you had tough skin but you just had to get like you knew you just had to get even tougher like was there like a certain moment or was it just like you already knew that going into it?
1: I I actually did not know that going into it. I was super naive about, you know, the whole thing. And I think that's just from not having experience, honestly, that world. But, you know, they told me you're going to have people that, you know, are on both ends of the spectrum. They're going to love you. They're going to hate you. You know, nobody, they always said there's no gray area and, th- and there's not. Like, people aren't like, she's okay, it's like, they like me, they don't like me, you know, so, and that that was proven to be true, and I think through the time on the radio, it got substantially, I don't want to say worse, but noticeable, because when I first started, let's see, was that 2012? social media wasn't that big, you know, it wasn't like, like now you log on and everybody's fighting over everything and blah, you can't say a thing now. Um, But back then it was a little different. You know, we obviously had social media, but it wasn't like crazy like it is now. Towards the end, when I left in, was it 2016? It started picking up. So it was more apparent, like you post a picture, you say something on the radio you do something you know you do a bit you're doing this whatever you're getting a lot of more feedback a lot more feedback so you know I think a lot of times I think it I tried to overlook it and think okay this isn't going to affect me at all but it did I think deep down it did and I think that's just my personality um, I can say all day doesn't bother me you know People are going to write what they're going to write. And, and the host really felt that way. They, they're older. They've been down this road. They, you know, they were like, we get it. it. It is what it is. But I think for me, I was the only girl and I was new to the whole radio industry. So I think it was kind of a, you know, like hit me hard and don't get me wrong, but for all the people that loved me, for all the people that loved me, that one comment or that two comments or whatever it was, I'm not saying it was only one or two, it was a ton of negative comments, but the good outweighed the bad, but I never saw that. um I always would think, oh my God, like maybe I shouldn't have said that, but no, that's how I feel. And looking back on it, I'm glad I didn't back down in a lot of situations because that's, you know, it's my opinion and it's how I felt. So at the time, you know, so um, I think it's, you know, it was a good career choice at the time. I don't think it's doable now with my life, but I think, you know, at the time I had fun and it was great. and A lot more benefits than, you know, a lot more positive than negative from that. So.
0: That's awesome. And I think every experience, like you grow from it. So you probably grew a lot had you not done it, you may not be the person you are, right. You know, you wouldn't be the person you are right now. What would you say to someone that's like looking, maybe a young woman that's looking to pursue radio, you know, are there any things or any advice you would give for that?
1: I think the same, which is wild, but the same thing that I say for, you know, probably you know, trying to be a dancer or whatever, just stay true to yourself. I think that's the main thing because even though they're completely different career paths, uh, different choices, whatever, I think both with both jobs, it's like, it's who you are and you don't want to ever regret not being who you are. I think being people see right through on the radio. If you're fake, if you're not true, if you're not real, I think You know, a lot of it is like self-deprecation, basically. I mean, it's, it's this is what I'm struggling with. This is, you know, I've gained 20 pounds. I've done, you know, you have to be real because that's how people relate to you. But I think, you know, if if you go on the radio and you just say like, your life's amazing, you never have any dilemmas or issues or life choices or anything. People just don't, they don't take to it. So I think the more authentic you are, the better you're going to be.
0: I love that. And then you, like you said, it's just, it's all part of growing and learning and becoming, but just staying true to who you are is so important just in life all the way around.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Totally. Yeah. Cause I think people see through the other side. I mean, it's, you're never, I don't care how perfect your life is. You're always going to have a struggle. You're always going to have a situation. Should I do this? Should I do this? Whatever it is. And I think, you know, I've heard some radio shows that are, you know, all daisies and it's just not realistic you know so I think people do see right through that
0: yeah everybody has a desire and I think even with social media now uh the way it is you know being vulnerable being able to open up about real life real challenges overcoming things sharing the good but also sharing the the times that are hard right Uh, because I think everybody's looking for somebody to relate to so now that you've done so you went from NBA center court, you go to radio, and then now you're doing influencing. What kind of influencing
1: are you doing now? Um, I do, it's kind of a smorgasbord. It's like, okay, <laughs> so I do like, I, I'm on like to know it. So I do clothing mainly for that, but I'm currently doing like a bathroom renovation. So I'm doing like interior Um my job before COVID um, actually. COVID hit and like March-ish is when I left my job. It was interior design. So it's a lot across the board um, to to wrap your head around because it's like, how did I even get into that? I don't even know. Um, uh, my major was interior design. So I feel like I've always had like a a yearning to do that. So I did do that for a few years and then COVID hit, I left and I was pregnant and I had. To Lila in May. So I just haven't been back, but into it. So I'm currently doing an interior design of like my bathroom for, I'm influencing some, endorsing some companies there. But uh, you know, it's just kind of all over the place. I don't know if I, if I like it and I'm into it, I, I'll, I'll endorse it. You know, I love that. I had no idea you did interior design. That's amazing. I, I know. I, no, I mean, it's just like what at random, <laughs> but <laughs> I loved it. I did, I focused in kitchens and bath. That was kind of my thing. And I, I like when we bought this house, I like gutted the kitchen. I was like, no, it was built in the nineties. I can't deal. So anyway, it's just, it's what I've always loved to do. And like I said, it was my major, like back in the day. So I just thought maybe I'll dabble, you know, but I, I did enjoy it.
0: That's so fun. You might be one of these like makeover shows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> good, but and I I only did it a few years. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, people are always like, "Do are you going to go back to that job? No, probably not. It's very time consuming. It was like, it was the most time consuming job out of any job I've ever had, because you're just like, you know, you're basically doing someone else's house and that's your life. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was fun for the, for the time. Now I feel like I have no time but I will one day. I'll have time yes, when all time. I will have time. <laughs> you will.
0: Well, I love that because I feel like with everything, and in in this to me speaks a lot about the fact that you went to school for interior design. But like, creative, like all yeah. the things that you've done have been part of just being creative. Yeah, and it's, I think
1: that's really cool. Yeah, it's it's just something that I, is in me, like and this sounds this sounds kind of dumb too, but I um, started making bracelets. When I was pregnant with Delilah, it was COVID. I had left my job. I was like, I gotta do something. Like I was sitting around the house. I was scared to leave the house because we didn't know about COVID. You know, it was a whole thing. My doctor was like, don't leave the house. You're pregnant. You're about to give birth. I'm like, what do I do? So I started making bracelets and now they're super popular, but back then, you know, two and a half years ago, I saw one girl wearing this cute bracelet. and I was like, I bet you I could make that. So I started making them, started selling them, had a little side biz going on. And um, so I still kind of dabble in that too, which is kind of still the creative thing. So I always kind of want to, you know, get into that somehow.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You'll have to share the link on that. Like if you're still
1: making, you you said you have them, is it on your profile? Well, So, I created a separate Instagram for it called Bloom and Beads, because Bloom is my last name. Thought it was catchy, creative. Well, a year ago, Instagram popped this thing up. I was at brunch with some of my friends. It popped up and said, what's your birthday for Bloom and Beads account? It wouldn't scroll. It wouldn't scroll. I don't know if it was my service. And so, it landed on the actual date that it was and I hit enter, not even thinking it was a big deal. And it said, Instagram is shutting your account down because you're zero years of age. I was livid. I'm like, this is my bracelet account. So I called them, I emailed them. No one ever emailed me back. So I don't have an account for that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. I know. I, like, I was so upset. I did so much work on that account. Like I had all my highlights and how to make them, how to rip. Re- anyway. So if you, want to be a bracelet, just DM me on my regular account. <laughs> I love that. We're totally going to share that. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. I, know. I was I, so upset. I was like, Instagram, I hate you. Like, of course I'm not zero years of age. Like, so. Yeah. And
0: I hate that when there's like, yeah, especially if they come up with something and it's like, you got to scroll and something isn't working
1: and you're like, no, wait, you know, you don't want to hit the wrong thing. Yeah. Then of course. I mean, of like course Of course, my birthday was not the day it was like, come okay. on people. <laughs> But anyway, I laugh about it now, but at the time I was like, no,
0: no, that's like crushing when you put all that work into it. Well, we're going to have to share about it. And if you have like pictures, like I'll have to share a picture too. Like if you have a picture of your,
1: yeah, absolutely. I have like, yeah, cool.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I know that right now, because you're really in like, you're really in mom mode. So, and I know that you're, you know, you do the things that you can. But is there something you foresee yourself doing in the future? Do you have, like, a what's next?
1: I don't know. I have, I've thought to myself, like, maybe I'll do something part-time or maybe I'll do this. I honestly don't know. Um, I think if something kind of falls in my lap, which, you know, who knows if it will, but in and I dig it, I think I'll do it. You know, I think it's got to be something that's, you know, I'm passionate about, but also, like, worth my time like especially away from my kids like I want it to be you know worthwhile so not just some random thing so if I'm you know if if I'm feeling it and I'm passionate about it I think it'll work out but I don't know what that will be though
0: <laughs> but I like but I like that because you're just open like you're just being open to whatever's next and like that's when beautiful like collaborations happen or opportunities come It's when you're just open to it and saying, this is where I am right now, but I'm not necessarily going to stay in this season. Like I know it's going to change and there are going to be opportunities,
1: like just allowing it to be. I was going to say all my jobs have happened like that too. So I I just completely give it to God, let him take it away. Cause not one job have I had where it's like, I don't know, I guess I'm not going to say they fell in my lap because by all means you know, I've struggled, I've been down that different roads, but I think random things have come my way. So I think that's kind of how it happens sometimes.
0: Well, I think it's just because you're, you've put yourself in that position to be open and yeah. not to like close things off. And I, you know, that, that says a great deal about you as a person. And I admire that. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of times we can get set in our ways that things have to flow a certain way. And, yeah. um, you know, if it doesn't come a certain way, then, you know, that's it. But just to be yeah. open and allow life to just unfold, I think it's a very beautiful way to live life. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing I think that, that is really amazing too, is, you know, you are, you're a mom and you're in mom season, but I don't feel like that you have lost your identity or you have lost who you are. And I feel like a lot of times there are moms struggle with that. Like their kids become their sole identity and yet they still, Mm -hmm. like they lose who they are. Yeah, totally. I mean, do you have any advice for moms out there that may be struggling with that a little bit?
1: I should have more advice than I do because I actually did struggle with that. I, let's see, after I had Delilah, I was so lost. I felt like my whole life I've been you know, a career person, I've done this, I've achieved that, and I've, I've wanted different things, and then I was home with her for a whole year, um, because, I mean, we, like I said, we were in COVID, she was a COVID baby, so it was like, you know, hard as it is, but I totally went off the deep end, I mean, literally, I did not know who I was, what, what I was about, I guess looking back, I I think it was a loss of identity. I didn't know at the time what it was, um, but I think that was a lot of it. I think postpartum obviously came into play, you know, a lot of different things. But I think, you know, after Brooke, I got a better handle on it because I knew like, okay, This is what's gonna happen to me if I don't get it together and I need to talk to somebody and get some help. And, you know, it's it's hard, obviously, going through postpartum. But I think, you know, losing losing yourself is easy to do. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people have that problem. So I think just, you know, talking to people and get, you know, if you need meds, if you need whatever it is, I'm I'm so on board with anything that's going to make you feel better. And that's, you know, terrible to say, but it's also great to say, because like you got to help yourself. There's in no way, shape or form. Is there, is it okay to um, live like that? So, you know, my husband knew something was going on, but he just thought it was like hormonal, but you know, he didn't really understand, you know, men, you know, men, Um, (laughs) they don't really understand where you're at, but I think, coming from that life of go 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 this is where I want to go you know always doing to not doing and having one life that you're in charge of is just way different you know so I don't know I think my advice is just you know get help and and that's what I did you know and I feel way better I don't know if that's good advice or not but.
0: oh I think it's great advice I think yeah. and what's interesting is so I went through postpartum um, and this is like 20 five years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't talked about. So nobody really understood. Nobody knew right. how to deal. Like nobody understood what was wrong with me. My mom was like, I don't understand you. Like my husband at the time didn't understand, like nobody knew. And I didn't know how to express that I needed help. So I think the fact that you're bringing that to light to say, it's okay to want help, need help, ask for help, do right. what makes you feel good, find a mm-hmm. support system, like all those things that, um, you know, and just being real about it. And I appreciate yeah. you being authentic and real about what you've dealt with because having children back to back like that, I'm sure. Yeah. That is like, you know, it's a lot.
1: Well, and even, even in today, like even after I had her, which wasn't long ago, two and a half years ago, I thought I am not going to tell anybody anything. I'm just going to figure this out myself. Cause I'm not one to like think something's wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I was in a weird headspace, but it took me a while to even talk to somebody about it. That's why after my second, I was like, okay, I got to get on this now. Like literally day one, after I had him got to get my stuff together because I know what's going to happen because you're all out of whack. That's not, you know, it's not saying that you're a depressed person, that you have anxiety, that you're this or that. It's, The postpartum is real, and that's what's happening at the time. That doesn't mean that's how you are all the time or how you were before or how you're going to be later, but it it is a real thing, and I think everyone goes through some sort of postpartum no matter what level it is, I think it's like even just a little bit. So you have to give yourself grace. And people used to always say, give yourself grace, like with your body bouncing back or this or that. And I'd be like, I'll stop like, okay, but you did. It's true. I mean, you know, everything you think is people say over and over is cliche and you think, okay, well, they're just saying that, but it's, it's real. It's a real thing, especially when your body bouncing back. (laughs) So, you know, you just got to give yourself time.
0: I love that. And I I think that's such a a real authentic place. And because you're so close to it, because you're in the middle of, of like the early stages of motherhood Mm -hmm. and what you're, you know, I love the fact that we talked about your, all your career stuff. So it kind of sets, sets it up with like, this is who you were, then you have Mm -hmm. children and this is who you are now, but this isn't where, this isn't all you are. Like you're so much more. And that every woman uh, has that opportunity, like, you don't have to be labeled. You don't have to be boxed in. I had somebody, I was had an interview yesterday. We were talking about the event on Thursday. And one of the questions that I was asked was, you know, being a mom, being a career woman, all these things like, you know, women multitask or, or have a desire to do more, is that okay? Yes. Absolutely. And I think it's needed.
1: I think, well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's needed. I don't think it's even like it should even be an option. Like you, I mean, no matter what it is, no matter if it's work or just hobbies or workout or even having a drink with your friends or even, you know, go, whatever it is, like, I think it's needed. I think the all or nothing,
0: like, I, I, it, cause this is just my perspective being on the other side. So my kid is grown.
1: So mm-hmm.
0: had I not been doing things all along, maybe not in full force mode, Just a little bit of me the whole time. By the time that he graduated high school and moved on, I would have been I would have been lost there because it was like I would have given up everything that was about me to be a mom. And I don't think that you have to do that. And I think it is important that you have some things that are just that are you.
1: One hundred percent.
0: So that there's like an easy transition when they get older and start doing their own things, and you don't feel like okay now I start life. No, live life a little bit all the way.
1: One, when you're dependent on one person that much, I think, you know, like you said, when they do leave or when they do go to college or whatever it is, I think that more lends itself to leading to, you know, depression and like, what do I do? Like, I, my whole life was about them. Like, you know, so you've got to, I mean, you definitely have to do other things. I mean, you have to live your life for sure. Cause this, you only get one as they say, (laughs) and you know, you gotta, you gotta do what's good for you. So
0: is there anything now? So we're like looking back, reflecting as of right now, is there anything that you would want to tell your younger self? I'm like really intrigued by this. Like, I love this question because I know there are things I would, but is there something you would tell your younger self? If you could talk to her today.
1: It's funny because, you know, things happen in your life and you think, God, if I would have known when I was younger, that, you know, I say that all the time, just about little things. I think the main thing is one of the main things is I worried about things that were so minute. I mean, it's hard to say that because at the time they felt big. So I guess it's hard to say that. But now looking back, I think. Don't worry about the small stuff. Every little small thing I worried and worried and like, for what? I mean, it was not good for me, first of all, you know, but um, I don't know. Is that, it's odd saying that though, right? Because I mean, I do feel like when, and you probably the same, like when you worried about little things, they did feel big at the time. So I don't know, but I always tell myself like, why did I worry about that? Why did I stress about that?
0: Oh gosh, yes. I think that's a big one. I'd go back and be like, listen, it's not worth all the energy, the stress that you'll put over stupid stuff and stuff that other people wouldn't even notice, but you would just nitpick apart about
1: yourself. Exactly. Or like, you know, just anything like relationships or friendships or this or that, just whatever, you know, I look back and think, well, that was nothing, you know, that was why did I worry so much? Why did I stress? Why was I like so involved? I wish I wasn't so involved, you know, but I guess it's easier said, you know, but it is. But it's all things
0: think about.
1: Oh, what were you going to say?
0: No, I said that's the thing though. Like looking back, I do see moments where I just was like, how was too much? Like you got so emotional about that and it was unnecessary.
1: It was unne, Yeah. And like now having a daughter, well, even a, kids in general, but thinking about the things that I went through like, I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't stress about that. I hope they don't worry about that. So, you know, I guess that would be something that I would tell my younger self, but there's a, probably a lot of things I would tell my younger self, <laughs> but definitely that. Cause I feel like I worried about the smallest things or like that didn't even come to fruition, you know, just like the smallest things, but.
0: I would agree with that. Uh, do you have a something that inspires you? Is there a song? Is there a quote? Is there anything in particular right now that you kind of lean into for inspiration?
1: Not necessarily one thing, but I'm telling you, girl, when I see something on Instagram, like a meme or like a quote, and it just gets me, I screenshot it and I'll read it over and over because social media gets a bad rap. Like, you know, whatever it is. Um, But it really can be good too, like for things like that. Um, Things that I, you know, quotes and stuff that I never have seen or never have read, like just little things like that. I just screenshot them and I read them for inspiration every day. Because I do think you need a little pick me up every day, you know,
0: a little positive in the morning. (laughs) Yes. Just a little bit to start your day. I love that. Exactly. I'm yep. the same way. Like I I lean into that a lot too. Like I, I look mm-hmm. for things like the positive, like trying to think positively and, you know, yeah. make sure that I'm reflecting on things that set me in that direction.
1: Exactly. And if you start your day like that, I feel like the rest of your day goes better. Um, Cause there was, you know, my personality is a lot of times not as positive. And I think it's, just who I am, like defending, putting a wall up, you know, through life or what, looking back, I'm like, maybe not as positive as I could have been about things. And um, maybe that's just trying to protect myself. But now I'm like, mm positive every day and my day goes better. You know, even if I wake up at 4 a.m. with screaming kids and, you know, my dog's thrown up on the floor and, you know, whatever else is happening in my life. I just, I think being positive helps 100%. So
0: I totally that's agree. That's all of my life now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I just think that's that's really the only way to live and to truly live is mm-hmm. is to surround your yourself with people that are positive. But then also finding things that you know, just like you eat food, it's the same thing for your mind. Like just thinking right. on things that'll draw that out. Uh, so I, I'm like all in on that. I love yes. every bit of that. Before I let you go do you have anything else, like anything else on your heart that you would want to share with women? Um,
1: no, I think we covered it. I mean, I think, I think we tapped into kind of everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I love, I mean, I love the conversation. I think the fact that we've known each other as long as we have, and I've got to watch you from afar, like in a sense, watch you from afar. I've seen you, um, grow and change and, and you're this amazing human. Thanks. So I just like, we're so excited to have you part of um this women celebrating women in the, in the queen city at South Park. And uh, I was so excited when I found out you and Holly were like besties. Like, I think that's yeah. awesome.
1: She and used to all- be my boss actually. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's I used amazing. to work park- in mall management with her, I was um guest services manager and she was my boss. And then it became a conflict of interest because we were best friends. <laughs> so I left. <laughs> well,
0: I love it. And I, and I love that y'all are, are, are still like that close today. Cause I, yeah. she immediately said, you know, Lindsay has said she can come and, and help us with live. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so yeah. excited.
1: Anytime you need me or, in, and I tell her this for all their events. I'm like, just let me know. Cause I love it. I love networking and I love, obviously women empowerment, I'm all about it. And so, you know, I'm there. And this, and I want to say this right now. So
0: just like you heard, like, just like you said that to me, that's everything because it's about like, that's what next week is about is about women coming together and realizing like, we have an incredible community of women that can easily cross-connect and collaborate. And when you come together open, it's, that's what has allowed your career to flourish. Like it has, it's that Mm -hmm. openness. It's that willingness. Mm -hmm. It's that like, how can I help you? Yeah. That to me is is how it should be. Not, well, what am I going to get from it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Listen, and Holly don't even pay me because she's my friend, but also I'm like, you don't have to girl. I was like, I'll do anything um, because I just enjoy it. It A gets me out of the house, but B, I enjoy, you know, networking and talking. I feel like it's my social time too, you know. So I love it.
0: Oh, well, that just fuels my soul because that's how I think. Like I'm so fueled by it. Like yeah. because it's it's just the fact we're gonna be in a room with all these women in Charlotte and we're there to like have a girls' night, have a good time. But Mm -hmm. my whole goal for the women that are coming is like, I want you to network. Like, look at these amazing women. Like freaking walk out and have three people that you're gonna contact over the next couple of weeks and be able to like either collaborate or be there to listen or be there to support. Like that's what that's what it should be all about.
1: Well, and I think back, um, not to get on a tangent, but I think back to every job or path or whatever it is. And I have Had help, or how do I say this? Somebody has generously given their time or their effort or whatever to help me get a job or get to where I'm going or get this or whatever. So that's how I always view it. Like somebody, I can think, I can name people, you know, that have taken me through. Well, this person helped me get on the lady cats. And I don't mean I didn't have talent, I don't mean I didn't deserve it, but like. They put my foot in the door type thing, you know, and it is about who you know. That's why networking is so important. And I think we need to help each other, just women in general, because, you know, it it's just awesome. I mean, it like used to make me cry thinking about how many people have helped me through the thirty nine years I've been on the earth, you know, so it's that's why I like to do it too,
0: yeah, see that's why we're we're kindred in spirit that way because I know when i when we first got this opportunity, this whole opportunity came from. A relationship I had with Suzanne Lipframe. And Suzanne oh, helped yep. me. Yeah. I love Suzanne. So, yeah. yeah. So Suzanne and I met last or this two years ago now. And yeah. she came and helped me with I had Be Amazing Weekend, which was this women's weekend. And she came and helped me. And we started talking about like she knows how much I love women's events and like I want to do things where we come together. And mm-hmm. the podcast we're gonna have will be we'll have recorded a hundred episodes. And I was like, I really, you know, they tell you to, yeah, they tell you to do things for like milestones. Like, how do you celebrate milestones? And I'm like, we yeah, need to do an event. <laughs> and
1: yeah, so exactly. She's like,
0: and she told me, she's like, we have to, she's like, I want to pitch this to Holly. And I was like, do what? She's like, I want to pitch this to Holly and get South Park to put it on. I'm like, huh? Yes. And so that's how it came about. And it's like, I'm in amazement, but I'm like, it's because when you're open and you meet people and there's like. Connection and you support mm-hmm. each other and help each other, like that's what it when it all comes together. And then, of course, I tap mm-hmm. my tribe, which is like I call Brandy because I always call B. I'm like, B, we got a runway. show. Yeah. I need you. It's
1: <laughs> right? like she knows everybody too. <laughs>
0: right. So it's just like yeah. you just start tapping each other and then here we go. Mm-hmm. We've got this thing happening. So I yeah. love everything that you said about that. But I really truly believe that the things in your life that have come about have been because mm-hmm. you're such an open and willing and do it from such a from such a place of like humbleness like you hum- like when you were talking about being humble like yeah. that's why the doors open like that's why there's opportunity
1: yeah and I think it it took me a little bit I don't want to say half my life no but I mean it took me a while to realize that that's the path you need to go down but that is 100% the path you need to go down just not you I'm saying you know people in general, you know, trying to make it or do, that's the path that they, that people need to take. And I think people don't, a lot of people don't take that path, especially social media nowadays. I mean, you know, you can see it from a mile away when someone's not, you know, on that trajectory. So I think it's good. I think it's good. So where can, if people want
0: to get in touch with you or they want to, you know, they want a bracelet, they want a blue yeah. bracelet. How do they reach <laughs> out to you?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, my Instagram is Lindsay with an a Lindsay G bloom. And then my, e- I mean, you can always email me my emails on my Instagram, but it's Lindsay Gladden at gmail.com. So Lindsey G. Blooms, my Instagram, that's probably the best way. Just DM me. I answer all my DMs. I'm proud to say I'm not, you know, bragging about it. I'm just saying I do because I think a lot of people don't. And I would not want to DM somebody and not get a message back. So.
0: <laughs> well, I just so appreciate your time today and being on the podcast. You've been like nothing but like positive love and joy. So thank you oh, so much for your time today. You.
1: So I I take after you. You've always been positive. I don't think I've ever heard a negative thing come out of your mouth. So that's awesome. Well, that's (laughs) what we get. Hey, listen, we're
0: like, we just surround ourselves with people that are like us that just, you know, I mean, kindness goes a long way. Love goes a long way. And I just think that that's the only way we should all be.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And we need more of that.
1: I know. I know we do. We need to spread it.
0: (laughs) Yes. We're doing that today.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Well, Well, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I know. This has been such a joy. We'll have to do it again. Thank you for joining me today. If you like the podcast, please like and share this with other women in your life. You can find out more about SweatNet on sweatnet.com or follow them on Instagram at sweatnet and sweatnet charlotte. You can follow me personally on Instagram at itsealsmart. Stay tuned for the next episode of the SweatNet Be Amazing podcast.